the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. This interview began several months ago. And it began uh, on a day that I was flying, I think, to Thailand uh, with, um, with OUR and Tim Ballard. And we were sitting in my office and somebody came in and said, Glenn, we have this, this video, this viral video, and I, I think you should see it. Uh, do we have it? Can we, can we play it? We have not played it before. Uh, it is supposed that this is a uh, young girl, probably six years old. She is being taken in Syria in a place where they are harvesting organs. Um, you can see her parents uh, are already uh, dead. And let's see, we don't need to show any more of this. I, my, the first question that I had when I was shown this was, is this real? The answer at the time was, we're not sure if this is authentic. My next question was probably more important. Is this stuff really happening? Are we taking Christians, or not us, is ISIS and others taking Christians? We know they're enslaving them. Are they actually harvesting them for organs now? That was the question that Tim Ballard was uh, charged to see if he could track down and find uh, with the Nazarene Fund. Welcome to the program. Tim, how are you? I'm doing good, but this is, you know, I spent 16 years fighting human trafficking, and I thought I'd seen everything. This is a whole other level, Glenn, what we're seeing happening right now in this region with this with these children with this organ harvesting and the answer is absolutely yes we can't confirm we still can't authenticate 100 percent that video but that video was the gateway that led us into the investigation we have confirmed and we have the evidence we've already rescued people from uh these makeshift organ harvesting hospitals, hospitals quote unquote yeah they're not putting them this is my understanding first let me bring in dave lopez he is the uh uh, Director of Operations for the Nazarene Fund. How are Thank you doing, Dave? It's good to see you. Good, good to see you. Um, um, I know that we have video and 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 photographs of these organ harvesting makeshift hospitals. We're not showing them, are we? Uh, not yet. Yeah, okay. We are going to. We just give us a couple more weeks. I don't, yeah. I, I'm not necessarily yeah. wanting to see them, right. but I, I I know that I just wanted to um, express to the audience that. We have photographic evidence now that our people have taken uh, of these. They're just, they're, what, what are they, Dave? They're just like tents, the makeshift? Yeah, they're makeshift hospitals. They're mobile, so they can take them down quickly and put them up somewhere else. So these are, these are popping up all over the place. We do have visual confirmation and video. And well. how are they, who are they taking? They're just taking, who are they taking? So there's a few different ways they lure people in. Um, and our, our guys on the ground have been giving us some amazing, they've been doing some amazing work, putting their lives on the line to get this information. But they're leading people along and saying that they can, that they'll give you X amount of money for a certain organ, a kidney that you, that you don't need, right? 
They get them on the hook that way. Then they get them to come to an undisclosed location. And then they take all of it. Then they say, we need to blindfold you to take you there. And they, they go along with this. Right. And then by the end of it, the, the person obviously is all their organs are so, vital organs. We also have these, there's ISIS commanders <clears throat> who are targeting Christians in the streets hitting them with their cars, causing minor damage, and then saying, we have to take them to the hospital. And the parents are saying, no, don't take them to the hospital. They've, they've commandeered actual, you know, more kind of regular hospitals. Right. People going with minor injuries never come out. They go in for the broken arm. They say, sorry, they died. Yep. We have the evidence that this is, this is happening. And it's happening in these power vacuums where there's, there's no control. I mean, every other day, another person, another group is in control, whether it's ISIS or some element of the Syrian government or the, the, or the rebel you know, the, the, the rebel factions and so there's no we're the only ones in there look digging I, we are the only group that I know of that's in there digging and finding this that's why this is really breaking news that this can, is happening can we show one of the rescues can you take us to one of the rescues we have video of of a rescue yes this is um, the, the video the, the, we, we rescued this is we rescued th- three people, okay? They're uh, Christians and Yazidis. Look at them. And they were in these, uh, one of these kind of makeshift hospitals. Uh, we weren't able to, uh, we can't tell you where this, is, where this yeah, yeah, was yeah, happening, yeah. Uh, but we couldn't get the actual bad guys in this case because of certain political situations happening, but we were able to go in and pull these people out before they were uh, actually cut. Uh, got them out. They're in, they're in our safe houses right now. They're, I mean, you can see them. Play the, play that again at the beginning. You can see when they first start coming out how they're shaking. Oh, yeah. They're they, terrified. They, they couldn't speak for probably 48 hours. They wouldn't even talk because they knew what was about to happen to them. Um, now, the, these these hospitals, from what I understand, there's no anesthesia or anything. They're just Oh, no. They're not going to waste. You, yeah, they're they're just, not going to waste time or money on that. Yeah, no. they're strapping you down and taking your heart that's right and you're alive until they they cut it that's right um how widespread is this and do we know if other countries and don't say the other countries uh names but do we know other countries are involved in this there are there are other countries involved not necessarily the governments of those countries of course uh criminal organizations involved working with isis or elements of isis um uh, and and it's 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 widespread enough that I mean they, they have to have a market for this so they're taking these organs and moving them quickly uh, to people who 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 want that uh, in in the region or nearby uh, and we're still we're still we're still digging I mean we're not by any means yeah uh, you know at the, at the bottom of this but it is real it's happening and we've already rescued people from it so and there are there are steps. Uh, technological steps and we'll leave it at that that have been taken already yes. to start to track that's right people um so what is the plan the plan is you know this is to continue to uh to dig and dig and dig we we have work i can't give too much but i'm gonna be back in a couple of weeks um we we believe we're, we're we're close to taking another one down completely that we're, we have our eyes on uh we're excited about that and we'll report on that um, in the meantime, we are trying to get there's there's still hundreds, thousands of these Christian uh, women and children who were taken by ISIS and 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 taken back into Syria after uh, you know the, the the good guys pushed them out of, of of Kurdistan. But those kids went with them and they're there. So we're trying to do preemptive strikes against 
organ harvesting or sex slavery. And we just pulled out in the last couple of weeks, 10 more, 10 more. I got, I mean, look, I can't show I mean, this is, Oh, is this, this in the Cause I, I received the confidential report. Can you, yeah, I, I have, uh, I have those. Uh, I wish yeah. we could, could you tell some of the stories? Well, there these kids are. There's five years old, seven years. There's ten of them. There's children. They, they were taken mostly between three and five years. They were yeah. they were they were thirty six year old female, seven year old male, five year old male, nine year old male, eight year old female, seven year old female, uh, thirteen, five, seven, seventeen. My gosh, they man. were they were they were at least about, average three to four years in captivity under under ISIS, ISIS control. Oh my gosh. And we just pulled them out a couple weeks ago. And what was happening to these kids? They well, it's 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 just horrifying. I mean, they take these kids, they're the, they're Christian kids, they're Yazidi kids. They are according to to ISIS, they are animals. And so they yeah. do whatever they want. They're sex slaves. Uh they are on the the block for, you know, their auction they're, they're, for to be sold any way possible, including organ harvesting anything else. Uh, and we have a long list of people who are still I mean, we're so doing operations at, right now as we speak. We have, uh, there's over, there's over, over 300, right, Dave? 320, so as we speak right now, there's 320. That are moving right now. Christians and Yazidis that are, that are being moved right now. And, and everyone, Wait, what do you mean being moved right So now? they're being moved out of, out of two different regions, one in Syria. By us, the good guys. By yes. us. We're, we're moving them out, and, and part of the issue is, um, obviously everyone knows what ISIS has been doing. To these organizations, but now we have a new threat, um, and and since uh, the Iranian, you know, yeah, back elements are there. Now we have uh, Al Hesh Al Shabi, which is doing the same thing, more on the Shia mindset, doing the same thing to the Christians and the Yazidis. They have no good horse in the race, so they are caught between ISIS persecution and now Al Hesh Al Shabi, and so we have got to get these people out. They're actually moving right now, three hundred twenty. We should have them by next week. I think we'll have all 320 out and in safe places. But pray. We need to pray for them right now. This is happening right now. They're still in harm's way now. Right, that's right correct. now. That's correct. Okay. Um, uh, here's what I would like you to do. Um, if we, 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 my daughter said to me this weekend, she went to a place where they were selling uh, only products that um, were guaranteed to have no slave labor. And um, she started talking to the woman that owned the store, and, and she said, you know, sadly, the number one thing people say to me is, what do you mean slave labor? There's no slaves anymore. There are slaves. There are slaves all around the world. Uh, and it's remarkable. Uh, there are more slaves in captivity today and in use today, if you will, uh, than there were during the entire 400-year period of Western slave trade combined. This is a special uh, case uh, of of slavery and horror that is is happening just because you're subhuman, you're Christian, uh, you're Yazidi, you're not Muslim, Sunni or Shia enough. Those people are in harm's way. And um, the organ harvesting that is happening now with Christians is not being told by anyone it is, um, I don't know, you can draw your own conclusions why the media isn't covering this and why they don't care. But I know you do. And the Nazarene Fund is doing everything it can 
to move into a very dangerous um, uh, situation. I mean, we've we've lost two people uh, so far in these operations. Who are these people that are doing this, Dave? Who are the people that are? I mean, without describing them, I mean, can you people on our on, on our side? These are amazing partners that um, that our people have taken years, many years to cultivate the right relationships on the ground. Um, They're just brave people from all different walks of life. Some of them, some of them Syrian Christians, some of them, uh, some of them Muslim, you know, they come in from different backgrounds of people that are, that are there helping us on the ground. But they're all locals. Yes, absolutely. I mean, they have to be, when we extract these, these victims, we're taking them through 18 checkpoints because every faction, every tribe creates this false checkpoint and if you can't, if you don't know the right people or know how to get through it, you're stuck. We know how to get through it. I mean, 18 checkpoints to go probably 100 miles to, into safety, um, and that's what our guys are doing right now. Jeez, how how frightening is it to go 100 miles through 18 checkpoints after you've rescued? Oh yeah, it's insane. And different check every one of them, a different checkpoint, a different authority. At many times, you need many different players with you to get through all those different checkpoints. Holy the logistics cow. are just, just but our out, guys go right through. We, I mean, we, they go right through because they're, they're the right guys. They know they're the right players. We have a team that's just, it's, it's unbelievable. And they're, they're nameless, they're faceless and no one will ever know who they are, but, 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 uh, but us, and they are, they're miracle men. Really. And you are responsible for it. If you are a member of the uh, Nazarene Fund by your donation, um, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, the um, thousands of voices that you have preserved and saved um, that are still speaking today is because of you. If you would like to get involved, I want you to go to the NazareneFund.org, the NazareneFund.org, and please become an abolitionist. Join us on this dare I say it, crusade to save people uh, from slavery, the horrors of slavery, and now organ harvesting. Tonight on TV, um, are you guys joining me to, tonight? No, tonight we Tomorrow's have, yeah, tomorrow night you're going to be joining us. Um, tonight we have a um, uh, another special, uh, these three women <clears throat> that we've been focusing on this week that have been rescued that are some of the most amazing women I've I've ever seen. We are uh, talking to Dave Lopez, Nazarene Fund, uh, Director of Operation and the uh, founder and CEO of Operation Underground Railroad and the chairman of the uh, Nazarene Fund, Tim Ballard, uh, about the rescues that are happening now in uh, Syria because of you with the Nazarene Fund. You just you just rescued a girl. How old was she? She well, she's now in her early 20s, but she was taken while she was in, in her teens. Teens. Yeah. She was sold at least seven times to different ISIS elements as a sex slave, raped innumerable times. We got her out. Uh, we've, we've been, she's been in one of our rehabilitation facilities and she recently, she says, I'm ready to tell my story. We interviewed her just yesterday. Wow. And we will have that interview. What did she you. say? I can't wait to hear that you, interview. It's, it's to, to go through what she did. And, and, and she just represents one of the thousands who are still out there in this captivity, in this captivity where they're, they're confronted every day with, with rape, with the possibility of their organs being cut out. I mean, it's just, it's, it's devastating. Hell. It's hell. It's hell. Um, and you can help by going to the NazareneFund.org, NazareneFund.org. This is purported to be a video 
uh, of a, a young girl who they are about to harvest organs uh, from. Her parents have already been taken uh, and they supposedly are harvesting her. We don't we can't verify this uh, uh, video. Um, we we can tell you that this stuff is actually okay. We can stop it. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Stop that! Yeah. Ooh. Um. <laughs> I I don't know if I made it that far the first time I saw that video. Um. So they're they're um, not using uh, anesthesia uh, that little girl. If that is an actual video um, of what it purports to be. Um, that that is the way it is happening. Um, we have Dave Lopez, the Nazarene Fund director of operations, and uh, Tim Ballard, who is uh, the chairman of the Nazarene Fund and founder and CEO of Operation Underground Railroad. Um, and you guys have been looking into the organ harvesting. I want to show a video. You'll be able to hear some of the audio here. We'll show this tomorrow night on television. Um, but uh, here is these are our operatives. Um, going into a place where they were holding people to have their organs harvest. You see them tied up with bags over their head. Uh, and they're going to be uh, told to um, go. Look at how many people are involved. Um, but this is a different video than what we've already seen. There it is. This is this is our guys going in the dead of night. It was the only time that the captors left for a minute, and yeah. they were watching, and they they had minutes to get them out, get going, and get them out, and they were successful. Um, and they're not the dead of night. They're not laying down. They're they're still on their knees, oh, yeah. just tied up. Um, and so they're rescued. These are Christians and Yazidis that were about to have their organs harvested for cash. That's the kind of brutality that is happening in the Middle East, and. You, because of you and your donation to the Nazarene Fund, we're saving them. And Dave, there's nobody else doing this. No, no, there's no one else that is that is going after this illicit network right now. I have in uh, a confidential report that the U.S. and Iraqi forces refused to get involved in rescuing. Um, do you know that to be true? Uh, I've, heard, I've heard the same report, and I, I cannot... I, I personally, personally can't, can't. Ver uh, verify it, but I've, I've heard the same thing as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, so we're the only one. For some reason, the world doesn't care about this. I mean, this is this is Schindler's List kind of stuff. Yeah. This is going in in the middle of the night and rescuing people. Uh, and uh, I just think it's a noble, noble cause that even five dollars uh, will put your name in the book of life. I, I'm convinced of it. This is God's work. Um, you can you can donate at the nazarenefund.org but they these people are not just christians tim right i mean this is this is our heritage i mean the the people that we're rescuing pulling out of these these places they can chart their family history to the first century i mean these are the jewish people who followed jesus and 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 became christians and then settled these christian areas that's what's being attacked you're reading literally about their ancestors when we read the bible that's right that's right and a lot of them want to go back and we're actually facilitating a lot of them to bring them back into the zones now that isis has been pushed out and we want them back we want them to re to resettle to, to continue to build 
their history, that, which is all of our history. Well, Al-Kush is where I think I went. We closed down the first uh, refugee camp, um, and uh, it, was a, it was a pretty terrifying place then, uh, and that was before it really got bad. But the people there, tell a, tell a story about the priest uh, that, that is one of our partners that, that saved the relics of a prophet. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, ISIS wants to obliterate our history, so they're finding these sacred Christian, Jewish Christian, even Muslim sites. I mean, these are prophets like Nahum that, that bring everyone together. And Jonah. Uh, and Jonah. They, they, they blew up Jonah's tomb already, the ISIS did. And they were coming for Nahum's, and this, this, this noble Catholic priest went in, took the bones of Nahum, ran him into the, to the desert, into the hills, buried them in a safe place that only he knew about. And so when ISIS came, they couldn't, they couldn't find him. We've since, he since has gone back and put those, those bones back in their place. Um, but I mean, these people, they understand the, the power of history and the power of this heritage. And that's also what we are doing is trying to preserve that for, for, for everybody. Yeah, because it's uh, they are literally trying to erase the people and then any traces of the people of God. No, so these Chaldean these Chaldean priests they they took over I think in 1948. It was for a long time this site. Um, the, 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 the caretakers were the Jewish people until 1948, and they left, and the Christians took it over. But these are sites that are common uh, for Muslims, for Christians, for Jews. These are sites where everyone can come together and, and agree on our past, and these are prophets that are revered by all the major three religions. And it's just—I mean, so why s- is ISIS trying to destroy that? Just because, I, because I, these shrines were taken, made by Jews, and and cared for by Christians? I think it's, I think it's all. T- I think to them, it's about replacing the history and, and making sure that any other claims of history. Are, are eradicated from, from the region. I think it's a simple power play so that the history is erased, that people can start new with their caliphate concept, and, and no one asks any more questions about the history. So we have, quote, defeated ISIS. So what's the problem, Tim? Well, they still exist in, in pockets. I mean, they, what they did is they just went back into Syria, into the places where they're, they're just power vacuums. There's places throughout Syria where no one controls. And a lot of these guys also just went back in, you know, took off their black garb and went back into the population. Yeah, it's, it's constant. It the threats are constant. They come from different groups popping up. But the, comp, the only thing that's common, the only thing that doesn't change is the Christians who are always going to be the ones who are persecuted by whoever is in power. So unless we go in and extract them and rehabilitate them, they're 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 done we put a really aggressive goal uh together um we're trying to raise uh 25 million dollars that's more than we have raised for the nazarene fund um that would be over double uh what we have already raised and we are a long long way uh from meeting those goals this is not something where we get corporate donations or anything else this is all coming in in five dollar bills um and you know, as Dave said, we're the only ones on the ground doing this. I, I don't know why, but we are. And um, if you if you want to be a part of saving these Christians, you want to be a part of getting them to safety, getting them um, recovery. Please join us at the Nazarene Fund dot org, the Nazarene Fund dot org. When I say recovery, can we talk a little bit about like this week we have been playing um, the interviews that I did when I went down to Mexico. 
the strongest women I've ever met by far. And I've met strong women. I'm married to a strong woman. Uh, these women are remarkable. They were um, slaves, literal, you know, what do you call them? Labor slaves and sex slaves. That's right. yeah. um, and uh, one of them would not even say that they were a slave. And I said at the very end, I said, hold up a blank piece of paper and I want you to say your name and say, I was a slave, but my life is a blank, a blank sheet of paper and I'm the only author of my story. Uh, she said no. And I said, why? And this was the labor slave, okay? The one who had burn marks all over mm -hmm. her face and her neck and chain marks all over her. Um, she said, because people say I was a slave, that didn't make me a slave. Holy cow. Holy cow. How refreshing is that to hear? Not a victim, even in slavery. But this came at a high price to um, get these women help. And most organizations don't do this. They just rescue and then say, well, there you are. But they have to have aftercare. The aftercare is the most important part. It's the most important part of our mission. We won't even lift a finger, as you know, in an operation unless that aftercare part is set up completely, ready to receive those victims who will become survivors and become thrivers. And and it's a long-term thing. We, we, we're going to have them until they're on their own. And and that's what we set, set them up for. As, as you saw, you've seen our aftercare partners and... They're, they're the best of the best in the world. These uh, these three women that we're featuring on the show this week, these three women uh, are all uh, part of the Forbes 100 most powerful women of Mexico now. I mean, it's it's remarkable. One of them uh, was invited to speak to all of the heads of all of the major religions. I mean, everybody was there, including the Pope, and it was happening in Rome. And uh, she stood up and she was talking about something. I've seen the video. And about halfway through, she said, you know, I feel like I need to pray for you. And she prayed for them. <laughs> I can't even imagine the cojones it takes to say to the Pope, you know what? I'm going to keep you in my prayers, buddy, because <laughs> you really need them. Uh, it was it was it's quite amazing what these women have turned into. They're they're real leaders um, uh, of hope. And that's thanks to uh, O.U.R. and and people like you who are um, contributing. Tim, uh, we'll have you on tomorrow for television. We appreciate the work that you do. I I would uh, I I know that we're not alone praying for you every night when we say our prayers as a family. We pray for all of the guys who are operating all over the world trying to rescue these people as well as the slaves themselves you're doing good work thank you thank you Glenn. thank you Glenn. god bless the nazarene fund.org the nazarene fund.org glenn beck the blaze radio network